Hey man, throw on some good music. No, no, not that. Oh, no, not that either. Ah, there we go. Northwest Convergence Zone Show. Sounds like we're starting hour number two. Hey, welcome back to it. It is indeed hour number two. I am still Big D. I'm Voxy. Uh, yep, still on one. <laughs> and things are melting out there, so that's yes. good. Everybody will get to, uh, we'll all get to go home. It's not really a long trek for me, <laughs> but it could be slippery and dangerous. Um, for those of you around the country who are listening, we're coming to you from the Pacific Northwest, where we're not used to getting snow as right. like we did. Um, we don't like it. No, it, it messes things up. We have lots of hills, and we're wimps. Let's let, let's just go to that right away. And so. And Big D doesn't wear pants. I don't. And snow's cold. When I wear shorts. Pants. I not like I walk around <laughs> with nothing on. But <laughs> let's not put that out there. <laughs> it was so funny. I'd be in jail all the time. <laughs> What's his problem? You don't wear pants. It's, it's crazy like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. It's good to have you along. I uh, want to give you a heads up what's going on next week here on the big show. As, uh, as soon as my calendar rolls around, there it is. Uh, we'll be chatting with the the man, the, the man in charge, Brent Amaker, be in the studio. Death Point is going to be on with us. Uh, Tacoma's new uh, group, Antihero. And, of course, Brad Loomis, a good friend of our show. Wow. It's going to come in. Yeah, that's a great oh, lineup. Jam and show. Uh, that's how we do it here. That's how we roll. I hope you enjoyed. This is how we do it. I hope you enjoyed <laughs> hour number one, <laughs> She's Not Dead and uh, and Dream Aria. Hey, I want to uh, tell you about a show that's uh, coming up on Valentine's Day. If you guys uh, are looking for a cool venue to Go hang out, maybe uh, take in some music. Revolver Magazine's Hottest Chicks in Rock tour is coming to Studio 7, and uh, they will be featuring some killer acts, Sick Puppies, Lacuna Coil, uh, Eyes Set to Kill, and Silver. Uh, 25 bucks in advance, 28 at the doors, starts at 6. Sounds like a fun night to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get out there, support the ladies of rock. And, um, Hot chicks, rock and roll, <laughs> Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Come on, that's wear a, protection. That's a winner all the way around. <laughs> <laughs> it's not called VD for nothing. Yeah, um, they uh, apparently the this uh, this Thursday though there's a competition um, w- with a lot of the local bands, uh, including Amanda Hardy, uh, in the between. Oh, to get in on the uh, chasing lineup? Oz, and if they win, they get to open for that big. Nice. That big show. So head out Thursday. So that'd be the day before Valentine's Day. It's a little pre-funk. Oh, wow. So head out the day before. So whoever wins, it's got to do back-to-back shows. Yeah. But why wouldn't you want to do that? Yeah, no. It's cool. I mean, that's a great lineup. Um, hopefully the train doesn't roll by and drown out your songs. <laughs> that's, the only, that's the only drawback to Studio 7. Seriously. I've seen several shows there. Um and uh, there's a train track that is right behind it. And every now and then, especially in the summer, not so much in the winter, but in the summer when things are really moving, yeah, 
that train just comes rumbling through and you're like, wow, cool effect. <laughs> Depending upon who's on stage or whatever. Uh, now, on one, you had a little, uh, uh, I would say, misfortune. It, it was. You yeah. got invited to a, a pretty killer show. Yeah, they do. The um, I don't know if anybody uh, out there in Radio Land had heard the uh, Marshawn Lynch interview remix that Speculation did, uh, but he took the the about that action boss uh, uh, quote from his interview and made a little beat to it, and the NFL ended up picking it up and using it as a video montage for Marshawn right before the Super Bowl, and it caught a bunch of buzz and it went viral like a day after he made it. Well, he had a show coming up and. Um, I've I've spoken with him a few times before, and he he gave me VIP uh, tickets to come see this and get backstage. And Geo from Blue Scholars was gonna be there to perform that the song he wrote over that beat that he wrote, and it was, he's gonna have this full twelve piece band there, and it's gonna be awesome. And so we were gonna go up there, <laughs> uh, and I was with uh, my girlfriend Stephanie, and we were in her uh, little Toyota Yaris. Oh boy, which is uh, like a about, like, like an adult's big about the wheel. size of a matchbox. Yaris. Yeah, it's, it's about an adult's big wheel. And um, we went up to uh, visit some 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 friends. She had a, a friend who was celebrating her birthday, and we were gonna stop and and have some cake, and then go see this event. Uh, and and their house was over in Des Moines, and it was on this big old steep hill, and it was snowing a little bit, and. I offered to drive because she didn't like to drive in the snow, and we get up there, and we go in, and we have her a little piece of cake, and we go to leave to go to the show, and it had snowed so much that uh, this little Yaris <laughs> was just not taking it, and the tires were womp, just, womp. things all of like maybe like 80 pounds. Because Yaris sounds like a big, tough thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so, and the one thing about the Yaris is, is, you know, usually I'm a pretty good driver. And usually I can just spin those tires enough to get it where I got it needed to go. You know what I mean? Like even mm -hmm. if right. it's not oh, yeah. necessarily straight, right. I can usually get it where I need to go. At least back to the main roads. If we'd made it to the main roads, it would have been fine. But we're on this like 14 fucking <laughs> percent grade hill here. And the thing about the Yaris's are that when the tires start spinning, the drivetrain completely disengages. <laughs> like completely like it just you're stomping on the accelerator and it doesn't respond it just it, nope i'm just i'm not going i'm not going now nope my tires are spinning i'm not going and so we're on this fucking hill and my tires start spinning the drivetrain disengages and the car starts sliding sideways down the fucking hill and so we get down to the bottom of this hill and i'm unable to do anything we're just kind of along for the ride at Drifting. this point so we we we're we get to a kosher spot, park the car, go back inside the friend's house. I'm like, all right, guys, we're going <laughs> to yeah, guess what? You got uh, company. Yep. And well, sorry you didn't make it. That's the, those are the treacherous times that we live in. I heard they <laughs> still had a hell of a show without us though. I'm glad you guys were able to move on without me being there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you got VIP status, it's tough to move forward, but, uh, <laughs> Hey, we're going to have to, uh, we like to cry about the weather stuff, but uh, yeah. where this next band is at, uh, they, just look at us and laugh. Let's go to Toronto where... The, uh, no, we're going over to Jolly Old England. I'm sorry. Going over to Jolly Old England uh, for the band A Mouthful of Matches. That's A Mouthful right there, just the name of the band, but it's worth it. They have a killer sound, and here they are on The Zone.
just heard the song Tasting Fire by the group Mouthful of Matches, and they are out of England, Great Britain, across the pond. A very cool-sounding group. Uh, they have a lot of cool things going. A brand new EP coming out soon in April, along with a music video. Uh, we have Tom on the line with us all the way from good old England. Tom, welcome to the program. <laughs> Hi there. Thanks for having me on. It's been great. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great to have you on. Uh, thanks for being. I know it's the time difference. Uh, it's late over there, so we appreciate you That's staying cool. up That's and cool. uh, tell us a little bit about the band. A mouthful of matches. You guys have a great sound. Looks like you guys uh, have a, a fun group of uh, uh, people there in your band. Tell introduce us to the bandmates and tell us about yourselves. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, well. First of all, we kind of met in university, um, which I guess, I think it's college where you're at, right? Mm -hmm. we, have, right? we have colleges and universities, <laughs> yeah. Oh, right, sorry, I, I thought, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of met in, in university and like just formed like as a good, strong group of friends and like had the similar same taste in music. And like we grew from there, played for each other for a few years, and then we kind of realized this is really what we want to do. Like, you know, this is nothing else in our lives, like comes close to this. Like it's, it's just so passionate. Like we're each equally passionate about it. Um, so we created a mouthful of matches. Um, along the line, we found our drummer, Steve. We didn't have a drummer first. Um, he came into the mix and like, it's just gone from there. It's, you know, we've had so much good support from everybody. It's just been great. And, uh, the last EP we did, uh, Tasting Fire, that like got us like just boosted us like so far up, and we were like so thankful like for the amount of stuff we've got back from that. So it's been really cool, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, and you guys, you have uh, a couple of twin sisters in the band. You have Helen and Jane. How? What is that like having twins in the band? And are they? They, they seem <laughs> identical. Are they identical? Yes. Yeah. Do you ever get uh, them confused? Yeah, they're all identical. <laughs> there's, there's some people that can tell them apart, but I, I, I can tell them apart. But like some people, like have to like whisper in my ear, like uh, which one's Helen again? And I'm like oh, that one. Check you what know? instrument she's holding, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, it's normally like the girl on like the vocal, so it's like really cool that we've got like a lead guitar mm -hmm. uh, as a woman, which is like something that you don't really see that right. much, but like it's really cool. Uh, take us to a show of yours. What what is it like uh, when you guys hit the stage? What's what's the audience seeing when a mouthful of matches is uh, is rocking the house? Oh, they well, they seem to enjoy it. Like I'm kind of in their face when uh, it's a show. Like you can't really not notice me. But um, yeah, they seem to love it, and we try and get the crowd involved as much as we can. So it's not like a boring show. Uh, yeah, it's just really energetic, and we never really stop moving. And like the response from the crowd is always awesome, so we always get them bouncing up and down. <laughs> Sounds great. Um, and what is the what is the scene like over there for you? Uh, do you do you guys get to travel city to city? Are you guys just playing the local scene? What what's that like for you guys? Uh, currently, we're um, doing. It's mainly uh, Manchester, Birmingham, and London uh, that are like the main three cities that you want to play in. We're kind of branching out to other cities now and trying to hit up. And maybe Scotland in the future and stuff like that. But we're going to try and get on some festivals this year in support of our new EP that's coming out in April. So hopefully we'll get around a bit more and keep branching out and hopefully Europe will come. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll be cool. You guys are working with uh, a Grammy-nominated producer, Matt Hyde, on this uh, 
Um, the second EP, correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. And how, what was that like? I mean, this is a guy who's worked with like Slipknot, Machine Head, a lot of a lot of great bands. Um, were you guys, were you intimidated heading into the studio, or were you guys anticipating and looking forward to it, and uh, just gathering from everything he's experienced? I, I was so nervous when <laughs> I actually, yeah, I was like nervous for like weeks, um, like planning and everything. But when I got in there, like he was like the nicest guy you could ever meet. Like he made you so relaxed, like with like the art that you do and. He got me to a state where I was just so relaxed that everything I was singing was, like came out perfectly, and like he really pushed me. Like he wanted the best out of us, but he wanted it as relaxed as possible. So he knew it was us, and like he wouldn't force things out of you, but he'd try and get his best out of you, which I thought was really cool. Like working with him, he's he's a great guy, really great guy. Yeah, we're talking with uh, Tom Buxton. He's the uh, lead singer for A Mouthful of Matches. Uh, you can check them out on iTunes. They're also on uh, Spotify. Um, and uh, you guys on Bandcamp, CD Baby, and all that stuff? Uh, yes, we're on Bandcamp, SoundCloud. Uh, I think we're on a few of us, uh, like Last FM, stuff like that. Yeah, and the name yeah, of the, pretty much everywhere. <laughs> name of the EP is Tasting Fire. You should get yourself a copy of it. It's it's fantastic. You guys have a great sound. Uh, tell Thank you. tell me a little bit about um, the the early days of Mouthful of Matches. When you guys are when you guys are putting your band together, you had to have a, a sound or some 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 kind of achievement in mind that you wanted a goal mm -hmm. uh, to sound like, and 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 then take it up to today to what you're doing. Do you feel you've achieved? what you want to sound like, or do you feel like there's, uh, you, you guys are still working on discovering yourself? Um, well, we think we've like matured into like a sound that we really enjoy playing now, but we're like always like open to grow into like, like the sound bigger and stuff like that. Um, I don't think we'll ever like settle on something where you always want to like expand and grow, but we won't change like drastically. Um, so yeah, we're we're just doing that at the moment, really. Like we're just testing the water and like really trying to hit our sound. Now you guys have a uh, you're going to be working on a, a music video as well that's coming out. I assume in conjunction with the uh, the new EP. Have you have you done music video before? Well, I did. You did do a music video. Well, I saw it. Yeah. Do you enjoy that process? Yeah. Uh, is is that something you guys get creatively involved with, or do you just find somebody and let them tell you guys what to do and 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 how it's going to look? Um, for us, we're very involved in everything we do. Um, so we have to have like quite a lot of input or we feel like, you know, oh, is this going to go well? We don't know. But um, um, <laughs> yeah, like the, the last, the last, uh, we just shot our new music video actually uh, from our new EP called uh, Danger High. Uh, the song's called Danger High. We actually shot it in a, uh, a disused quarry where they're like mining like underground and stuff like that. So it was all, overgrown mm. um it kind of looked like the grand canyon in some respect nice so we like shut it down there and the acoustics was just amazing but like it's kind of used as an old uh, mountain bike trail now mm -hmm. so like every so often you get like in the shot like a mountain bike just going like what the hell are they doing like we were drunk <laughs> in the middle of nowhere <laughs> it's really cool <laughs> it, yeah we made a lot a lot of noise but it was really really fun but it was so cold so cold you probably have to see how cold i I was in the video just by like the hairs on my arms standing up. <laughs> <laughs> so watch it in high depth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> high definition. That's the way to go. <laughs> uh, so when 
is uh, when you when you guys are playing over there in England. Uh, I mean, you guys obviously uh, you guys have a rich history of great bands and great artists and everything. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you find it? Um, do you find it hard to gather an audience over there? Do they expect a certain uh, a level of excellence from bands over there? Uh, what is the, what is the audience like? Are they, are they really receptive to new bands, or are they kind of like, man, we've you know we've heard all of this? It's kind of an awkward one, really. Um, you get a mix, really. Like, there's some really hardcore people that really love what you're doing, and you know, will come to every single show, no matter where it is, no matter how much, you know. I mean, we've got this guy called Jimmy. He's been to pretty much every single show, like, around the UK so far. And we're, like, we're so thankful. But you get some people that are just too unsure. And I don't know, like, the scene here is great. But, like, you really, really have to convince someone that you, you're so passionate about something. And, like, you're not just trying to, like, get money or, you know, we try to convince people that, like, this is what we want to do. And please listen to us, like you won't regret it sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, who, well, would you, not, anyway. who would you guys like to tour with? If you were able to, to head out on uh, on a tour, whether it be worldwide or just around your country, who, who do you think you match up well up well with? And, and who also, you know, who's the dream band that if they called Ooh. you and said, let's go, who, you say, we're in. Ooh, so many bands. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I mean, we all love quite a lot of bands really like, we kind of, we really do love Evanescence. Like, we'd love to go on tour with them. Sure. Um, but they are, they're on hiatus right now, right, I think? Yeah, they are. No, that's a shame. But we love, I mean, my favorite band personally is 30 Seconds to Mars. And to, to, to like, go on tour with them would just be insane. I'd love that so much. Well, I th- I, you guys have a great sound, and I think if you guys keep working at what you're doing, uh, any of that's a possibility. Thank you. Definitely. Um, Thank you. <laughs> so uh, before before we go, though, I, I know the answer to this because I did my research, but I'd like for you to let people know. Got to mm-hmm. ask you, A Mouthful of Matches, where where did we come up with this title? Ah, uh, <laughs> well, a lot of people get confused. Um, but originally, the we found it from a poem. Um, I can't quite remember the guy's name that wrote the poem which is kind of annoying right now um <laughs> <laughs> but basically he he kind of states that um you should like go for every single dream that you have and i think there's one line uh, that says run with me through the streets with a bucket full of uh, gasoline and a mouthful of matches which kind of kind of we translated it to be put your money where your mouth is but put your passion where your mouth is so yeah like putting everything in one basket and just taking it to the extreme. So that's kind of where we kind of got the name from, and we just really loved it, and that was kind of what we were about, like being so passionate about it. Well, I think, so, you, guys, yeah. I think you guys do a great job interpreting that. The name of the band is Mouthful of Matches. You can check them out on Facebook, facebook.com slash a mouthful of matches. Uh, go into the video section. The video I was referring to earlier that I watched was gather up your spine it's very very cool you guys did a great job with it uh we're looking forward to uh to hearing uh the new ep when it comes out in april and everybody keep a lookout for the new video uh we want to see your arm hairs raised (laughs) (laughs) thank you want to want to thank you tom so much for spending some time with us here on the zone uh we're gonna we're gonna leave this interview with uh the song gather up your spine tom thanks so much and best of luck with you guys Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
Trying hard to breathe right now How many times I played your game Up until now Your grip has no hold And that just won't let it hold Hold on to me A mouthful of matches right there out of uh, England. What'd you think of them? <laughs> Take those matches out of your mouth. If you're gonna talk there, son. Like sulfur. Uh, yeah, I no, they're they're young. They've got all this energy and passion for yeah, it. And a lot I, of energy yeah. for sure. Uh, hey, I believe we're about to do a first here on the old Convergent Zone show. You know, we've been we've we've been doing this show for almost five years wow we're rapidly approaching uh, june i believe the first of june will be makes me feel old the fifth year um and i don't think we have ever done what we're about to do Uh-oh. can you remember a get time? the cameras out we, we just got <laughs> naked on the air last week well <laughs> shoot there goes that one then no uh but we've never gotten naked we ever and s- and done this right <laughs> can you remember a time on one where we've actually done this uh what we're about to do not on this show no not no. i think this is the first we're 240 episodes into it wow. and it took is, us that long to actually first. to actually accomplish it's 480 hours of show this incredible feat that we're about to lay down on you uh there's a cool band out of uh new york new york which has this very um 
it's a throwback, definitely a throwback feel. They are um, kind of going back to the all-girl bands, the doo-wop, doo-wop groups kinda, of the yeah. you know 50s and the early 60s. Uh, the name of the band is Pep, and I really, really enjoy their sound. And they are having a big EP release tomorrow. So that would be Monday out there in New York. And their EP is vinyl. Mm-hmm. It is not cd it's not available in cd and we have a copy of it and for the first time ever on the northwest convergence zone show we are spinning vinyl here it is pep right here on the zone enjoy
There you go. That is the song Steven. And before that, My Baby and Me. Great music by the band Pep. And they are out of New York, uh, Brooklyn, New York. Uh, perfect music for this kind of drab winter time. Uh, oh, yeah. Very sunny, very happy, beautiful music. Very peppy. Very peppy, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, we have Karis Ray. She is the uh, lead singer of the band Pep. She's on the line with us, and they're getting ready for their big EP release. And it's actually in all vinyl. It's phenomenal. It's a seven-inch, and it has two songs on each side. I, I have a copy of it right here. Really cute packaging. Very too. cute packaging. It's phenomenal. Like I said, it's great. And Karis, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's good to have you on. Uh, tell us a little bit about this, uh, the band Pep. It has a very cool retro feel, obviously, and even even all the packaging. And uh, if you go to your, your Facebook, all the artwork and everything around it, uh, it has a very sort of 50s, early 60s, you know, uh, reminiscent of a lot of the classic doo-wop and all-girl uh, all female uh, bands of the time. Uh, what what is your what what is your thought process on bringing this back? Um, yeah, you hit it on the head. I mean, I, I basically just looked at a lot of different album covers from from uh, you know the late fifties, early sixties, um, and you know that was my inspiration in terms of the packaging and the and the artwork. Some of it is so. Um, tacky but at the same time um very nostalgic and warm and, and pleasing um in terms of, of the music uh i definitely want to bring a little of that back but i also want to add my own kind of modern twist to it which i think you can hear in the ep with um some of the drum tracks and percussion and stuff um and then for some of the newer stuff that will be on the full length uh there's a little more influence in terms of different styles of music because as a band we've become a lot more collaborative in the last few months and we've each kind of added our own you know mm -hmm. influences and styles to the mix yeah the ep officially drops on the 11th so that's just a couple of couple of days away uh you have a big show coming up monday night february 10th at the mercury lounge in uh in good old new york new york only ten dollars to get into the show that's that's phenomenal um, tell us, tell us a little $50 bit about cab ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then you got to buy some, you know, some street food outside. Uh, tell us a little bit about your journey though. You're, you are from originally from the Bay area, which is over here on the West coast where we're at. And, uh, and, and now you find yourself in New York and you've gone through, it seems like a lot of artistic, uh, endeavors. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I was born and raised in uh, the Bay Area, right outside San Francisco, but I moved to New York for college. I went to NYU for four years in 2005, I believe, and then after I graduated, I just stuck around, and um, I loved New York. I moved to Brooklyn, and I started to pursue a music career. I, I started off solo. You know, um, I had been writing music and playing songs my whole life, mainly on acoustic guitar and a little bit on piano. Um, and, uh, and then I, I wound up being in this band, Starlight Girls, who I, I actually played, uh, drums in for the last three years. And then I began my own project, Pep, which, um, 
is what we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you were playing with the, the Starlight Girls, are are you still with them or you're no longer with them? I'm no longer with them. Okay. And as of pretty recently, actually. Okay. <laughs> oh. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, there's just, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that would probably say, you know, I'm, I'm still an, um, a member of Starlight Girls, but it's, it's kind of a, uh, a new transition for so for officially me, you're no um, longer with them you were all about the pep yeah <laughs> and all uh, about it. how did you how did you go about assembling uh the group that is pep wow it was a struggle <laughs> not gonna lie it's a six-piece band and it's very vocal heavy so you know to find um five vocalists and a drummer uh you know, that each can also play their own instruments is, is, is pretty challenging. We went through, I went through different lineups. I was, I was originally, excuse me, going to try to make this a solo project because I recorded the EP before I had a band and uh, I was going to try and use loopers and, you know, different um, music technologies. And I'm not a very technical person when it comes to music. And it, it was kind of uh, daunting. It was, it was, it was daunting to me. It was tedious. And uh, so, you know, as hard as it was, I kind of pulled together a lineup uh, of friends and then uh, that kind of disbanded. And then I had another lineup and that kind of disbanded. And now we have what we call pet version 3.0 <laughs> and uh, where we've all come together and we're a really tight, tight knit group of there's six of us. And uh, you know, we all play our own roles in the band and, you know, it's been a, it's been a long time coming to find to find six people that are really as committed and passionate as I am. But um, I'm I'm it was worth the wait because I have amazing amazing musicians in the band. It's exciting. Now, I would imagine, uh, I, and I've been to New York several times. It's there's a lot a lot of people, a lot of things vying for your attention um, there as far as entertainment goes. What has it been like for you? to uh, have to, you know, try to get your name out there, get the band out there, get the sound, garner an audience for yourself? It's been challenging, that's for sure. But, um, you know, I've been, I've kind of been in the industry for a while now. And as hard as it is, if, if, if you're committed to the path and you understand the steps to take, um, then, you know, you just kind of go through the motions and, and, you know, as long as you are getting a positive response, you know, um, then, then you just keep trekking and, and that's kind of what, what, what keeps you, what keeps you, you know, stumbling through <laughs> is just getting that positive feedback from fans or, you know, writers or radio or whatever. Definitely. Right. Well, you can uh, you can if you're in the New York area, go to Mercury Lounge uh, Monday, February 10th. Tomorrow doors are at 930. It's only 10 bucks to get in. Uh, you can see Pep in uh, in action and then also get yourself a very cool copy of this. Uh, the seven inch, uh, which I believe also does. It, does it come with uh, digital downloads as well? Uh, the 7-inch doesn't, but we actually are selling um, what we're calling peppermints, and they're little packs of, uh, they're little pins of mints um, that come with an EP download. So oh, if you buy nice. the mints, you can get the, the download, and, and it'll it'll 
direct you to a Bandcamp link where you can download that one. Very, very cool. Very good. Uh, you guys have a great sound, and uh, I hope you guys do uh, do phenomenal and uh, have a stellar show to, tomorrow. And, and I hope this sells well for you. Uh, do you have plans? Uh, I, th I thought you said earlier you're working on a full link. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, as soon as the EP is released, um, we're going to kind of get started on the full length. We got to raise some funds. We got to do some fundraising, that's for sure. So we'll probably do a little Kickstarter campaign. And uh, But we have enough material. So as soon as we, we do that, you know, we'll start. Uh, I have a list of producers that I would like to work with, and we'll start reaching out and hopefully go into the studio sooner rather than later. Great. Uh, everybody, you can check them out on Bandcamp, pepmusicbandcamp.com. Uh, you can also check them out on Facebook. That's uh, facebook.com slash pep is a band, which is also their website, pepisaband.com. You can click their uh, uh, icon on our page. It'll take you right over to it. Get yourself a copy of this. It's great, especially, like I said, right now in this uh, kind of in the dreary doldrums of winter Nobody's having any fun, really, but this music will definitely liven things up for you. Uh, congratulations on a great project, and I think what you guys are doing is uh, is a lot of fun. And you guys have a and you have, you gals and guys have a great sound. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. We've been talking with Karen Carries Ray. Karis. Uh, Karis Ray. Yeah, that that too. I knew I, I knew I would. I knew I would. It's Raya. Is yeah, Karis Raya. There you go. See, I knew I would butcher it. <laughs> but I have to. That's my job. Okay. So, <laughs> I'm used to it. All I'm right. very used to it. All right, here we go. We're going to uh, – two more songs. These are also off of the, uh, uh, of, of the EP, and we are spinning vinyl here. This is I Met a Boy and Be That Girl. We'll be back here on The Zone. I met a boy. i 
That is Pep with the song Be That Girl. Uh, uh, once again, I highly recommend if you can get yourself a copy Such fun music. of that vinyl. It's well worth having it. Um, hey, guess what's coming up? What? what, Big D? Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, hey. oh, yeah. Uh, it's at the end. It's at the. It's on a Friday this week, which is always fun. Nice. It's always a cool um, thing when it's heading into the weekend. Mm-hmm. It's always kind of lame, you know, like any holiday when it's midweek. Just kind of takes away from it all. Right. But uh, Valentine's Day, uh, and you want to hear more about it. Uh, and my my take on it, listen to the happy hour. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> but it is uh, it, it's, it can be a very fun uh, and, and romantic day, and uh, we certainly hope you all out there have somebody to share it with. And uh, and if not, that uh, you know maybe you'll brighten somebody That's else's okay day. Too. Do we? Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we do this in the office anymore? I mean, not that I work in an office. But at your workplace, why don't we go back to the old days? Remember when you were in school and you had the little brown bag that you would tape to your desk? That's racist. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, <laughs> and then the, everybody the would go paper put their bag, little, the paper bag, and everyone had to put their little Valentine card in. Yeah, it. and everybody had to bring a Valentine for everybody else. Are you saying you want a bag of Valentines from your coworkers? I am. Really? Yeah. Aww. I don't get them anymore. Guys don't Aww. get them. We feel left out and lonely. You don't get Valentine stuff? Who does? No, guys don't. Really? Girls do. Yeah. I've always gotten my significant other something for Valentine's Day. Well, that's, that's why you're on the show. You're special like that. Right. Most gals don't. I mean, it's usually coupons for sexual favors. Well. <laughs> hey, that's fine. No, that I'm kidding. Actually, totally, I, totally acceptable. Ladies. I actually really Do like that. when I really care for someone, I really like like taking the time to find the perfect gift for them. So. Well, what, uh, uh, you know, so Valentine's Day is coming up. I was I, What I thought we would do is not so much ask. I don't want to ask what everybody's doing because that's kind of routine. But what to you, think back over your Valentine days, uh, maybe as a kid or young adult or whatever. Do any of them do any of them stick out to you as spe- more special than an, another one that you've had? Like, can you think of a, ta- a Valentine that was you just really enjoyed on one? Ah, uh, shit. Uh, there, w- there was one. I don't think you want me to bring that one up on the air, though. It involved restraints. Oh, oh hey. nice. Were you in jail? <laughs> she was. <laughs> you guys I, were playing cops and bad people. and uh, We were both playing bad people. And nice. That day, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've, I've never had a Valentine's Day that was just like over the top, like, oh, my God, this was amazing. Well, you know, because some people do, right? right? They go crazy. But I, I did have... Once it was probably, I want to say like 10 years ago, 19 years ago, there was this guy that was really, really into me. And like, I thought he was nice, but I wasn't in a place to be dating or anything. And he just like, he was after me for a long time and super sweet about it. Mm -hmm. And so Valentine's came around and he asked if he could take me out for Valentine's and I didn't have anything else to do. And so I agreed. And he, he was really trying hard to win me over and, you know, like all the opening of the doors and the nice restaurant and the flowers and all that. So that was probably like the most anyone has ever done for me for a Valentine's. Well, that was nice. Yeah. So it kind of, it was just, even though you weren't that interested in him, mm-hmm. you appreciated the effort. Yeah, that he, he was went a drummer. To. I wasn't going there. Boom! <laughs> 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 oh, they're on their own time. Those drummers. Um, yeah, for me, I, I a couple of times Valentine's Day. Uh, I don't. I really. I I kid about getting Valentine's cards and stuff. I, I don't really care. I've never been a big quote holiday person, 
But a couple of times I've gotten tickets to like an upcoming show or something. I always thought that was really cool. Right. Um, for me, may, mostly, you know, if uh, the person I'm with, they are down for, you know, maybe going for a nice, you know, dinner or something and um, maybe a movie. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'm always happy with that. I, I like to go the low key route. I think I think when you have expectations get out of control, you know, when you start going out to a really nice dinner and you're dressing up and then you're going to get a, get a limo and you get well, yeah. flowers and you could just stay home and have sex for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, it always costs me. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. Moving on. <laughs> Such is the life of big D. <laughs> no, but I hope you guys are out there. Uh, you guys have a great, uh, a Valentine's Day with uh, whoever's special to you. And uh, like I said, if you don't have somebody uh, specific, be, a, be a, a light or be something, um, you know, a, a shining. Oh, there's all kinds of anti-Valentine's nice parties that go on, too. Well, we so have, find one of those. That's true, too. What is up with those? People like what? that are single and want to have... They call them anti-Valentine's Day? The, or, or there's all kinds of names for them. The yeah. You know, I'm trying. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But sure. yeah, just stuff that's like for the single people to go out and have a good time for Valentine's Day with other single people. Well, that's always cool, too. Yeah. Um, you can always find a show to go to, like the one down at Studio 7. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hot rocking chicks. Hot rocking chicks, man. Uh, yeah, you don't have to throw dollars, so... <laughs> 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 throw chocolates and roses <laughs> that would be funny wouldn't it that would be all these dudes out there just, just hucking flowers and chocolates up on stage they probably probably win the band right over oh yeah they probably play whatever all day long all someone's long, getting whatever. pregnant that night um also uh there's a there's a gal here in town that we've been trying really hard to get on the program her name is charlie drown <laughs> and i don't know if you're familiar with her or not look her up she might scare you she has great music. Uh, she has a show Friday, March 7th at uh, Louis G's that I'm going to put on the recommend list because her shows are just crazy. They look phenomenally yeah, they're out of this definitely, realm. Yeah. Definitely out there. Uh, and, and, and go hit her up and tell her you want to hear her on our show. Yeah, we'd be really fascinated to talk to her because she really has this sort of female Marilyn Manson... Um, Sort of uh, scary macabre glam. horror theatrical yeah. thing, yeah. Afraid of Figs, March 8th. Free tickets. This is their last show. Numos. Send us an email, nwccradio at gmail.com. Say Afraid of Figs. I got a couple of pair of tickets when I hand to you. Hey, it's time to get out of here. Sounds that way. Well, I'm Big D. And I'm Voxy. I'm on one. And it's been great to have you along. I uh, want to thank all the bands for coming on with us today. Hope you enjoyed it. Stick around. Come back next week. You'll be hearing these guys on the big show. Anti-Hero. This is Dirty Dime. We're out of here.
This has been a production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.